Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Good morning. You're with Lindley on breakfast and this is Morning Shot. Plans are underway for the National Environment Agency to expand Project Volbakia to more areas across Singapore in the coming years. It is a project which involves the releasing of male mosquitoes infected with the Volbakia bacteria to suppress the population of Aedes aegypti mosquitoes, the primary dengue carrier on our little red dot. In a recent update, NEA says that more than a million residents are covered under this project currently, following the expansion of the initiative to eight additional sites as part of a multi-site field study to understand the impact of the technology on dengue transmission in different local environments. For a deeper look at Project Volbakia and its effectiveness as we gradually enter the warmer months of the year, where dengue transmission is typically higher, we're joined on the line now by dengue expert, Associate Professor Ng Li Ching, Group Director of the Environmental Health Institute at the National Environment Agency. A very good morning to you, Li Ching. Hello, hi. Good morning. Good to have you with us on the Morning Shot. We typically see higher dengue transmission in warmer months, right, from May to October due to accelerated Aedes mosquito breeding cycles. And, you know, it's at this time when there's faster multiplication of the dengue virus in mosquitoes as well. So what's your outlook for the coming months based on weather conditions that we're seeing? Hmm. Yeah, the weekly dengue cases um, currently above slightly above 100 since the beginning of this year have stabilized. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the current situation is very encouraging. However, the dengue season, typically from uh, May to October, has only just begun. As the warm weather continues in the middle of the year, it could give rise to increased abundance of Aedes aegypti in the community and also uh, faster replication of the dengue virus in the mosquitoes. Uh, All these could contribute to higher dengue transmission in the coming months. So we urge uh, public members of the public to remain vigilant um, to prevent a surge in dengue cases um, as the dengue season approaches. NEA has just expanded Project Volbakia recently. So since its launch back in 2016, we're very curious, what is the success rate like? And given that we do still see dengue cases emerge... Yeah, in fact, the results have been very encouraging. Uh, There are significantly fewer number of dengue cases in study sites in areas with more than one year of releases. Um, The about um, 90% reduction in Aedes aegypti mosquito population has been accompanied by up to 88% of reduction in dengue cases. Um, Because of the good results, uh, last year we expanded to eight new sites and uh, landed estate and marine parade as well. Uh, so, in fact, um, Project Wabakia currently covers 30% of all HTP blocks and 9% of landed uh, residential areas in Singapore, benefiting over 1 million residents. We understand that NEA collects data from study sites to sharpen deployment tactics. How do you measure the impact of Project Wabakia at the study sites? And could you share examples of how the data has helped improve release tactics? Yeah, so the Project Wabakia releases male mosquitoes to suppress the female mosquito, which is the dengue transmitter mm-hmm. in a few site. And so the impact of uh, Project Wabakia has been assessed by the 70,000 in-house developed 80s trap, which we call the gravity trap, deployed all over Singapore. So we compared a number of Aedes aegypti, female Aedes aegypti caught before and after the releases of the Wabakia mosquito and also take into account the catches in sites with no releases. Um, in areas with very good suppression, which means very low Aedes aegypti mosquito population, we could reduce the number of Wabakia mosquitoes released. 
So in other words, the data from these gravity traps that we use for surveillance and monitoring could help us guide and direct the Obamacare releases in the study sites. Okay, in case you've just joined us, we've got on the line Dengue Expert, Associate Professor Ng Lee Cheng, Group Director of the Environmental Health Institute at National Environment Agency with us. Lee Cheng, are there specific parts of Singapore that are more vulnerable and what's the reason for that? Oh, there are um, areas with high Aedes aegypti mosquitoes are more vulnerable to dengue transmission. And this is because this species can transmit dengue very efficiently. This species likes to bite humans and is very adapted to thriving in our highly urbanised environment. So typically, very urbanised area would be more vulnerable, knowing the science behind. NEA has just published on our website and my EMV app areas with high Aedes aegypti mosquito population. Uh, we also deploy NEA's uh, purple alert banners at areas with persistently high Aedes aegypti mosquito population. In fact, these areas can be on average three to ten times more likely to develop into large dengue clusters if a virus gets in compared to areas with lower mosquito populations. So check out on the website mm-hmm. uh, all the my EMV app on all these um, areas which could be more vulnerable because of the high mosquito population. We're just wondering, are there challenges in rolling out Project Vobakia with uh, members of the public complaining about you know, more mosquitoes, perhaps even killing the male mosquitoes? So yes, there are a minority group that they notice a lot more mosquitoes, male mosquitoes, recognising that these male mosquitoes don't bite, but um, they, they still continue to see more. And our advice to the public is to continue doing what you would do for mosquito control. You, you continue to do source reduction, that means removing water habitats from your environment and homes. And at the same time, if you need to whack the mosquito, um, you are, it's okay to do it because there could be females uh, in your environment as well. Mm. Uh, but in general, in our survey, in multiple surveys, uh, we have 96% of the residents that uh, support Project Wobakia and would like it to be rolled out in their estates. Positive signs indeed. The experts from about uh, 23 countries gathered over the past week for the 7th edition of the Singapore International Dengue Workshop. What are some of the key issues that were raised there and do the challenges faced by other countries apply to Singapore as well? Yeah, the Singapore International Dengue Workshop that we have organised provides an opportunity for global public health practitioners to exchange ideas, gain insights, build connections. Some of the key issues discussed over the past week include urbanisation, how urbanisation, globalisation and climate change will increase the threat of dengue and other mosquito-borne diseases for countries worldwide. Uh, in fact, this underscores the importance and need for multi-sectoral collaboration and it's not just one agency or one ministry that uh, control dengue. In fact, it needs the cooperation of uh, many agencies and the public to get dengue in control. For Singapore, countries with higher temperatures could give us insights as to what dengue could look like in Singapore with climate change. Aside from Project Wabakia, are there plans to possibly adopt other innovative methods along the way? Currently, the Wabakia technology has shown a lot of promise. So it will remain as our, move, uh, our focus at the moment. Uh, meanwhile, NEA will continue. We'll continue to monitor, develop and evaluate any new technologies that show potential. All right. Thank you very much, Lee Cheng. We've been speaking with thank Dengue you. Expert, Associate Professor Ng Lee Cheng, Group Director of the Environmental Health Institute at National Environment Agency. You have a good day ahead. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.